Welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast, a podcast where we focus on real issues and have real talk, and as always, provide a biblical perspective. We hope that you will be blessed as you listen. Hello and welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast. This is the Amazing Truth Minute. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. For the Amazing Truth Minute today, we'll focus on John chapter ten, verse ten, and it says. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You see, folks, God has a plan for every one of his children, but the enemy has a blueprint for our destruction. In the scriptures, one of the most well-known names for Jesus is the Good Shepherd. That's John chapter 10, verse 11. In biblical names, the role of a shepherd was widely known, and it was common knowledge that the sheep were vulnerable animals who were prone to wander, stubborn, and in need of constant, re- constant redirection from the shepherd in order to survive. In the ancient Near East, it was typical for a shepherd to walk ahead of his sheep to make sure predators wouldn't invade the flock. The shepherd protected and provided for his flock, sometimes even at the expense of his own life. In the same way, Jesus watches over us as a shepherd protects <coughs> his sheep. Satan's desire is to inflict destruction, suffering, and loss, but Jesus came so we could have abundant life and that is the amazing truth minute this is the amazing truth podcast the amazing truth podcast listen to us on spotify apple podcast google podcast and stitcher like us on facebook at the amazing truth podcast the amazing truth podcast real issues real talk all right all right all right um so we do things a little different today. Usually, uh, once I do the Amazing Truth Minute, there is someone there that has a loud voice, a very annoying loud voice that, that takes over. But today, he's not here. He, he lived up to his promise of saying that he's going to sit out one episode so to see if we can survive. But I think we'll, we'll, we'll do just fine. So Ezra, wherever you are, we are just fine. You're just fine. We're not missing you. But with that being said, we are here with another episode uh, of the Amazing Truth Podcast. And today we are going to be talking to um, international students. Uh, we want to have a conversation about international, international students and how life is, the culture and the challenges. And more so in terms of uh, adjusting to this weird, interesting, uh, dynamic culture. So... Uh, Without further ado, I think I'll let them introduce themselves. Well, should we, guys, should we start with the lady or ladies? Okay, all right. My, mm-hmm. my name is Violet Mumbo. I am from Nairobi, Kenya. Okay. I'm an international student in Century College. I'm pursuing computer science, and I have been in America for, I think by now it should be eight months. Eight months. At most, yeah, eight months. I just you're studying what? A computer science. Computer science. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, which, which Century College, right? Yeah. How about you, Mr. Yeah. Georgie. I don't know. Yeah. Georgie. Yeah, sure. What about you? My name is George Manyange. I'm from uh, Nairobi, Kenya. I'm in 
uh, the University of uh, Minnesota, Twin Cities. I'm studying uh, journalism and mass communication mm-hmm. and a minor in uh, global studies. This is my second year in America. Okay, yep. journalism and mass communication. You're living my dream, man. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and you, before we start the cameras, you have yes, I have a degree in ma- uh, in journalism from Multimedia University of Kenya. Okay, okay. In Kenya, we don't do shoutouts. Here and here, they do shoutouts. Oh, shout out some mm-hmm. school. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how about you, sir? Yes, I'm Jovi Aswai. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a first year PhD student in applied economics. Okay. I'm from Tanzania. From Tanzania. Is it is it true PhD students are usually they're very chill, very chill, chill yeah. right? Yep. The career and uh, yeah, they they've been in school for the longest yeah. time. <laughs> they're they, tired. They don't say much. <laughs> As those of us who have these other, we just yap yap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's been yeah okay chill. Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe uh, when you get to your PhDs, you can all yeah relax. Soon right. to be doctor, professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good. So, um. Let's talk about your individual journeys. I mean, you went to school. I'll start with you, Joven. Yeah, sure. Joven? Yeah. yeah. So you went to your pre-PhD schooling. You did it in uh, Tanzania? Yes. So I started I started my first degree in Aruz University, mm-hmm. and I was majoring in pure economics. So after, when I completed, I joined the, University of Dar es Salaam. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that you know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are familiar yeah, with sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was majoring in pure economics, but I specialized in in agricultural economics and environmental economics. Okay. Wow. So soon after 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 I completed my masters in 2018, I joined Economic and Social Research Foundation, mm-hmm. also known as ESRF. It's a research. It's a research institution. Okay. So I was I was there for almost three years uh-huh. as a research assistant, but also when I was doing my masters, I was a TA. Okay, teaching assistant. Yeah, teaching assistant. Okay. So I was teaching agricultural economics, environmental economics, and microeconomics for for the undergrads. Okay. Wow. So I was a research assistant at ESRF for almost almost uh, three years. Mm-hmm. Thereafter, I I I started applying for the for the PhD schools. Uh huh. And yeah, here. And, yeah. Then, and then you ended <laughs> up you ended up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. You you are schooled, man. You are. So when I grow up, I wanna be like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, but but good good that's a that's a wonderful journey Georgie what about you what about you? your individual journey where do you uh where did you s- your schooling and up until now where, yeah. where yep. funny thing actually something surprising is me and Vayo in the same school multimedia university of uh, of Kenya okay I, Vayo was like a senior while I was a, I can say a sophomore because of the second year when she was on fourth year she used to do the morning show and I used to be the sports reporter. Okay. So she used to, used to meet in the studio. So it was like, hi, hi, I do my stuff, does her stuff, we are off. So I joined Multimedia University in 2017 after I finished my high school in 2016. Joined Multimedia University for, uh, for my diploma. I did it from 2017 to 2019. I completed. Then now I wanted to now 
start like join the degree and uh, join a degree course and uh, okay I'd put my mind like I'm going to study it in in Kenya yeah. either multimedia university or United States International University USAU in Tikarod so then the opportunity to come to the US came mm-hmm. I like sort of got a green card mm-hmm. and I was like okay so right now I can go to the US right. to further my studies because I was uh, like like if I was I used to admire some of these uh anchors back in Kenya like the likes of Jeff Koinange those guys studied in the uh, abroad right. like someone like Victoria Rubadiri she studied in uh, the US I think in Virginia University in Virginia so I was like okay if I get that opportunity mm-hmm. I think I'm going to study there then come back work from home then I'll be like okay so people will be saying like oh Joji studied studied abroad, abroad <laughs> came <laughs> back to 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 work in Kenya. Yeah. So I got the opportunity came here around 2020 before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Then uh, January 23rd I remember. So I'm two years old and some two or three months in uh, in the US. Wow. So wow. 2020 had planned to join uh, Minnesota University but the opportunity didn't come since when the pandemic was uh, like it was uh, when the pandemic started mm-hmm. uh, it was declared by WHO like a deadly pandemic so everything shut down right. so my like the process of me trying to put my things together for me to send my application to the university of minnesota it was not like it was not possible so i had to wait so 2020 was over i was just working 2021 came then now they started applying for like they started accepting applications for fall and uh, spring mm-hmm. so that's when i sent my application it was a tedious process we will we'll come to that we'll come to that yeah i Have sent my yeah. application joined the the u yeah. and uh okay my like the first time i came to the us like i used to i, dr- I drove past uh i think uh the us bank stadium and i saw the university of minnesota so i kind of liked it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i was like wow one day how i wish i can have an yeah. opportunity to join yeah. the university Nice, and I'll be nice. a student and that opportunity when that opportunity came knocking you took it i took it yeah awesome awesome wow bio what about you um i was working and i was already working um because i already graduated i got a job in kenya and as manyange said we had worked for some time together and um one day i was just tired because like you do a good job you do everything that it needs to be done but the pay is so bad the frustration is tripling every day and um i used to stay in a place called ongata rongai and i would go to south sea that is that means how many cars two cars in the morning two matatus in the morning plus walking to get to work and you need to do that again in the evening Wow. And the jam in Rongai is the worst jam I think in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. It's Nairobi the worst. Asma. The car can just decide not to move for an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. We used to have like um our own um when you pack your bag, our bags you, you couldn't afford to have a small bag. We had like these big bags that you would ha- you must have a sh- uh, like a, a shawl inside. When you go to the car you cover yourself up, up and sleep and sleep, sleep cuz it's bad. <laughs> So one time I was just tired and I told my father that I don't think this is for me anymore. I did this because like I followed my passion. You see, I followed my passion and I was like it's not it's not adding up. Why is it things are not adding up because you need 
Life is not waiting for anyone. You need to earn a living. You need to do stuff. Life needs to move on. So I remember I started applying at the place I was working. Okay. Yes, I did. So I started looking for opportunities outside and seeing the ones I can afford from uh, the savings I had, and my parents also supported me a bit of it. So I applied. Actually, it was so interesting because I didn't believe it. Things just happened like, like right, fast. So fast because I applied and the school just the next week the school was like, okay, you can come. The, then I and then I I went to I, I took um. I got an appointment in the embassy, and it was on. It was like on, in December, and school starts at four. So I, I applied for an expedite, and it was accepted. And I went there, and they told you, okay, fine, go. You can go. So it was really so fast. I don't even think my anybody was ready for this. Like right. it was a big transition. So I was like, okay, now I'm going. It was like, okay, fine, let's just do this. And now I just found myself here. So you applied directly to Century College. Century College they, website, they, and they wow. accepted me. I mean, <laughs> listen, those are some of those, like that story, it's mm-hmm. many people that have done that. I mean, when I, I was in college, do I applied? I think I applied for schools in, I think, at Penn State or some, but you, you really, it's rare for you to get accepted. accepted or even just get a reply, right? So some, it's, when you get a denial, yeah, maybe they read it. But some people, some, some letters you send and you really don't get anything. So to get a reply and an acceptance, that's I was That's so surprised. Huge, they right. talked to me, and even the, my advisors, mm-hmm. they talked to me while I was still in Kenya. Wow. They sh- uh, scheduled like uh, they scheduled um, meetings, with virtual meetings with me, okay. to tell me that Violet, if this, I'm so even before I got accepted in the embassy, mm-hmm. they talked to me and told me just do your best, make sure you do your best. You're gonna pass. Don't worry, it's gonna be okay. They were there for me throughout the journey. That's that's. See, like I, I told them after that, I told them I'd gotten accepted, and they told me, okay, that this is A, B, C, D. You're supposed to do until you get here. So they sent me a package of exactly what I'm supposed to do in every step until I get to America. Okay. See, that's 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 a success story. So, <laughs> what you're saying is, whoever is listening, if you're listening from Kenya, if you're listening from uh, wherever you listen, Tanzania, Century College, Century <laughs> Google College, Google Century College, maybe they, that there's a success story here, and and it, it shows that it's possible. These things are possible. If you have your you have your dream, and you want to achieve it, don't hesitate to take the steps that you need to yeah to apply. Just have a leap of faith. I mean, the worst they can say is what no no mm-hmm. right. So good, good, good. Now, did you so? Well, I know you you decided you because you were tired. I was said, tired. I needed then, better. And then you 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 came here. You had a green card, and you came and you, you applied, right? Yeah, so sure. Why did you decide to come to the states, Joven? It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us in a minute. <laughs> yeah, okay. But for me, I think since at the end of my 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 first degree, mm-hmm. I was having that passion on doing research. Okay. So so I told my parents that once I'm done with the with the with the with my bachelor, I have to advance into my masters, mm-hmm. particularly in, in economics. So, and luckily enough, they funded. And thereafter, I started seeing the 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 people who are graduating for their for their PhD wearing the big hats. So, 
once I was looking at them and in my heart I was saying that I just want to be like them. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Wearing the big hats, mm-hmm. the round cap. Yeah. So after that I started applying for the for the for the PhD. But in my application I can say that it has been it has been quite a long journey mm-hmm. because for the PhD application it's very very competitive yeah. and particularly if you are coming from Africa and you are applying for the US or European mm-hmm. schools mm-hmm. so it will be it is somehow very very difficult difficult okay so for me I have been applying for the PhD I was applying for it for almost 3 years So sometimes you get some 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 response mm-hmm. sometimes you don't But but once you once you once you go on applying 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 so even your application documents for example statement of purpose yeah, your CV yeah. the GRIs they become more 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 and more stronger mm-hmm. so uh, when i was looking at my 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 application documents when i started applying in my final year they were they were very very different right you see so you were you you, you evolved yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so for sure i didn't give up mm-hmm. so yeah so i just wanted to 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 get the chance on 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 getting the 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 PhD admission mm-hmm. okay. and and lucky enough i had several offers from university of kiel in german and university of sussex edinburgh minnesota toronto so i got around it was around 6 to 7 okay which were fully funded offers wow so so it was a very big decision for me to to, to you had you had a lot of choices yeah, yeah that's good yeah, yeah. Full, fully funded meaning full right the whole everything is being covered even even at the u where you are yes everything is being covered that's awesome so luckily enough my 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 boss she complete she completed her phd here okay. at the university of minnesota mm-hmm. so she really encouraged me to 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 go to apply to, to the yeah year. to come here okay so once i started i start I, i started checking the 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 ranking of the of the of the schools mm-hmm. where i got and i ended up choosing minnesota because it's one of the top schools particularly in in economics mm-hmm. so and now you're here yeah I'm right here. so let's let's segue now to to now the we've we've, we've gotten the, the pleasantries out now let's talk let's go let's go deep now what what picture did you have about the states <laughs> what in when you were back in africa mm-hmm. what picture did you have jiji to start with you what picture did you have of the states and is it what you is it what you is it what you expected Uh, I think when you're back home, most of the time you see US through movies and yeah. uh, maybe 
uh, on, on social media, Twitter yeah. and other social media platforms like yeah. Instagram. When someone posts a status or WhatsApp status, you can say like, oh, so this is how the US yeah. looks like. Right. So like I've never, this was my first time coming to the US. So I, whatever I was seeing was on social media and uh, okay, I'd interacted with some people who are here. Yeah. But I've, I had uh, like, my ambition was like, if one day I could have gotten that opportunity to maybe not because that when I was in Kenya, I didn't know about, uh, like, I was not thinking about one day I'll join the University of Minnesota. I can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. I can't say, like, I was thinking, like, one day I'll join the University of Minnesota. One day I was like, if I can get an opportunity to study in Columbia University, because Columbia University is best known for journalism courses and uh, courses dealing with uh, international international uh, relations, uh, foreign policies, uh, global studies, such courses, Columbia University is best known for that. It's yeah. ranked number one worldwide. So it's in, uh, I think it's in Washington, oh, sorry, sorry, New York, if I'm not wrong. So, okay, like, well, I'd seen some anchors in Kenya, someone like Larry Mado getting an opportunity to study in Columbia University. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. if one day you can get that opportunity to go to that school, then yeah. I'm sure, like, my dream... Uh, dream for like my dream in working in big media organizations such as CNN, BBC, Fox and the, uh, and the rest will come true because if you're studying in a big university, you, yeah, you get you're doing your best yeah. and uh, you interact with people mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure one or two opportunities might come through like maybe one one of the lecturers or professors will like, okay, will can uh, recommend you somewhere like this is my student, I know him, he's yeah. this and this, I can recommend you to go to a certain organization. So... When I was applying, I was like, okay. When I was in the Minnesota, when I arrived here, I was like, okay. If I get an opportunity to study University of Minnesota, exactly. Well, what picture did you have of 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 of, of the states, just in general, not school? Um, yeah. The states were like, just had like, um, not a good picture because I'd not see, I'd not yet been here, so oh, I no. used to see the states in right. the, the U.S. through social media. So because I know for me, I, I I had a picture of you know, there's no there's no dust. Right, your shoes don't get yeah, dirty. Sure. Right? I had a picture of, um, you know, in the movies when the people come from shopping, right? They have those mm-hmm. brown bags. Yeah, I used to sure. like that. You know, we see them come with the brown bags and they, they pull out these uh, juice boxes out of it, and they, you know, they have these nice big fridges. So that's the picture I had, and and you know, and then I got a chance to when you see you come here and you you see the snow and see how dusty and to this place gets you like okay this is not probably not what i, I had picture what about you Vi? what picture did you have of um what picture did you have go ahead okay so when i came to america before i came here the to me it was like a small let me say it's a small heaven in my he- in my head because uh-huh. i know it's for me i was so like uh, somebody who's coming to liberate themselves mm-hmm. yep so basically i just wanted to come here to to see for myself, yeah, because I was th- because I'm somebody who loves fashion and who likes nice stuff. I was like, this is the best place for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just rock in the streets. I'm just gonna like, you know. I was like, when I came, I was just thinking about hot girl summer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the way things happened so fast for me, and I was like, oh my god, it. My dream is gonna happen. Like I'm just gonna, wow. Yeah. Because my idea to apart from because for my degree I learned so much to do with like journalism mm-hmm. that and I feel that this is a good place for that. Yeah. 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 So I also have that. I had that in my in my in my head. 
But idea, ideally, it's when we grow up in Africa, every single t- uh, what you always have in your mind is like, it's a really, really, it's just a, a, a liberating place, a small heaven. Yeah, yeah. A place that we we are told from when we are young that if you go to America, all your, it's like when you arrive, all your problems leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you get here, right. all your problems leave. They just go away. Which is not true now. Not, yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask, is that Which true? Which is not true. <laughs> but so, that's how I felt. Yeah, because yeah. I think we when we when we're in when in Africa, let's say we all are from Africa, we mm-hmm. have I mean they say the American dream, right? American dream. <coughs> and you when you're there, especially if you have relatives here, mm-hmm. you bug them about money. You know, that's oh right. get me this, get me this nice clothes. Mm-hmm. And then when you get here see the reality. You see the reality, you see how people work. See how people struggle. Let me tell you something that really right. surprised me. One day I was in, um, with around the, like last, my last semester, yeah. well, I was in class mm-hmm. the f- around the first weeks of school. And they were talking about how, po- how poor, how people, are, how people are poor in America. Yeah. And, um, that was your first week. That's my first week. Uh-huh. I'm like, which poverty are these people talking about? <laughs> what is, where is the poverty? <laughs> like, where is the poverty? I'm like, I, I was so shocked. Because mm. even hearing that people can sleep hungry here, even hearing that um, you can actually lack so much and be homeless, you can end up, that is, to me, that was a shock. Because yeah. that is not, you would never hear that about America. Even the pictures and everything we have the, that we are fed, like, by our media back at home, you would never, even the snow, that the videos of snow, it's, pretty, it's always yeah. the pretty it's stuff. Pretty, yeah. It's always, like, the layers of snow and until you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah. everything is, like, mixed up and dark, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to step here. I don't want to go outside. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah, and then just the the shock of, you know, the weather itself. The weather you know, itself. You see you see snow and you, they don't tell you that, that that's Hollywood. That's made up snow, fake snow. And people have the nice fur jackets and they're walking sure. but <laughs> in real life when you come here, you literally run from your house to your car. To your yeah. car. And back, you know, yeah. it's cold. So those that's those some of the pictures we have. And I think what we are hearing, what we are saying is you come to a place, you adjust to it, mm-hmm. and then the kind of the picture you have, you either you'll either keep it or you'll probably adjust, adjust to yeah. it. Or some people basically just cannot handle it. Yeah. And they go right. What picture did you have, Joven? Of of no, yeah. What picture did you have uh, of 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 the states? Uh, I think it's for the case of weather. Yeah, because. I'm coming from Tanzania, which is somehow the temperature is... Always high. Yeah. So when I came here, I knew that it's going to be cold. But but it, but I was I was expecting that it's not going to be that cold. Yeah. You see? Now, during December, January, it was very cold for me. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know how to to, to you, you, you really can't explain <laughs> yeah, the yeah, cold. Yeah, it was too cold for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. And then you 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 miss home. And yeah. Start, yeah. yeah. Yes, and uh, on the cold thing, I'm telling you, especially when majority of international students don't drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to use the bus. Right. 
you come from a place where the te- you, you you have never owned a jacket somebody like me i have never owned a jacket i was born and raised in kisumu right you really before, don't need it before i came to before we came to kisi during the post election violence in 207 But uh, even back in Kisi, it's just a tiny sweater. We we walk with t-shirts and it's raining. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you when you're standing on that waiting for that bus. And then it's like negative something. Yeah. You have two gloves, you have three trousers, you have two t-shirts, you have a sweater, you have a coat. That's but so still cool. you're feeling it to the you're, you're feeling it to right. the bone. Mm-hmm. So the day I, I was so cold I I went I came I came from school and I went back to the house and I was I just soaked in the bathtub for like an hour and I you, you even start talking to yourself you even start saying like surely is this why I came why, for why, why am I here why yeah. why am I here <laughs> yeah but yeah. but I think mm-hmm. but I think on top of that the things that we went through I think it's a part of the American dream. Yeah. So the hassle that we have mm-hmm. and we'll 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 experience them. So it's it's part of the dream. So yeah. so the way this dream was packaged back at home was not <laughs> like this. <laughs> the, yeah. the way this dream was packaged is not like this. The way I'm experiencing it. Yeah. It's like April. I was told in April it will be oh, still cold. <laughs> I still cannot take it. Yeah, I mean, you And then you told me like summer is three months only and then we are back to the same routine. Yes, we are. And no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, uh, but I think the 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 perspective is that uh I'd rather, I mean, we love Africa. We love yeah, where sure. we, we love home. That's home. You know, that's where most of our families yeah. families are. But again, I think to be honest, it's easier to to prosper in a place like this. Yeah because now the, the systems are placed are, are set up in a way that it gives you that opportunity anybody anyone can come to this country or can live in this country and be whoever they want to be yeah sure you can't really get that in africa right yeah. you can go to school do all your phd's do your masters and then five years down the lane your job just yeah. ask me yeah. right yes ask me like we we finish you finish school i have all my friends that we finish school with which is very sad mm-hmm. Because like some of them, I just this is my own opinion. I feel like right now, especially for the girl child, mm-hmm. marriage has become a job. Marriage has become part of a like it's a job now. How so? Because like you go to school, especially when coming from like, can you imagine? In my class, we were like forty people who graduated. How many TV stations and radios do we have to accommodate all these people? So what happens to those who are not able to be accommodated? People hustle and hustle. They try to make ends meet. You are in the city, you are in Nairobi. You need to eat, you need to pay rent, you need to do stuff. People just decide to get married to even manage bills. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is very yeah. sad, but it's mm-hmm. this, it is the truth. It's a reality. It's yeah. a reality that it exists. And when it comes uh, I came to realize like even when um we come we for the women who come here to America the number is very little especially women who are coming for the for the reasons of education mm-hmm. it really takes like strong parents and especially you really have to come from a good background t- financial background or you must have um you must have your own your own plan on how to save yourself 
if you don't do that, it's nearly impossible for a girl to come here unless you're coming to see your, your husband. Unless you're coming with your husband. That is that's that's interesting though because I think yeah that's that's I, that's interesting. Yes. So because like I just uh, I came to realize that when you look at I, I I'm looking for friends. Right. I'm like here yeah, I'm trying to find girlfriends. Okay. I don't so have any girlfriends. Any Kenyan, I don't see any Kenyan girlfriend. I have none. I have not found in 6 7 months. So you're saying it's like if I want girls, are, it's harder for it's not it's harder for girls to come. Or yes, unless yeah, you're not a girl, many not many girls can afford to, because for me, I already had a plan for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I won't say that sometimes I always believe like when you have a dream, sometimes just keep it to yourself. People would never see the dream. Some other people will never see it th- from your eyes. Yeah. Even the sometimes people will discourage you out of love. Yeah. You see, like we even have our mothers who would say like, oh my God, you're a girl. Why are you going to America? A place you don't know, alone. I don't believe this. This is a woman who wishes you well, but she's killing your dream indirectly. She doesn't, she does, she does not do it because she hates you. She's doing it because she loves you. And she's afraid mm. of... And sometimes people yeah. will never see things from your eyes. So I just... Kept quiet with it. Like everybody, it was a surprise to everyone, even wow. to my own parents. They're like, ah, and and I'm here telling my dad, um, I think I will need you to just help me with a bit of like flight. You know, mm-hmm. the flight was so much that time. I came here with a thousand four hundred one way flight. Yeah. I was like, what? I'm not coming back. <laughs> so is it is it is it said the same for boys? Then is it the same? Do you get 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 guys get the same? Um, you know. Scenario for like like she's saying it's harder. Uh, is it, is, it, is it, let me let me ask this: is, is it harder for for boys or for for males to settle in here than 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 ladies? Okay, for me, whatever I've come across that the you I've seen in the class, okay, like international students, like I think there's a semester last semester. I think I was the only one outside the US. Like mm-hmm. all of them were from here. Like I'm the only one outside the US, so the rest are here. Uh, the rest are from here. They're born here, white, blacks. But I was, the, I was the only one from from uh, from the US, and uh, it was something surprising because uh, I didn't expect it to be this way. Because I've had like the universities you go to and uh, you meet your fellow, not even uh, Kenyans, but fellow Africans. People who are from outside the US. So at uh, the U, the people who have met most of them who are uh, international students are the male. The male gender, if you compare them to the female gender, the female gender I've only met like one or two. Like right now, since I joined the U, I've never seen a Kenyan lady at the U. I've never seen a Kenyan lady. I can't say that I've seen a Kenyan lady from at the University of Minnesota. Like she tells me she's coming from Kenya. I've not met them. Maybe they're there, Uh, but I've not met them. But people who have come across. You you mean residents and international students both? I've not seen a Kenyan international student, even a resident at the U who's a Kenyan. In my okay, maybe it's because I'm in my department, department, department yeah. or even people who I work, my friends, people yeah. who I work with. Mm-hmm. I've never wow. had them saying like, "Oh, I have a Kenyan lady, a friend of mine, a Kenyan lady who studies at the, at the at U. U." People who I meet, they tell me they have Kenyan male friends who right. have studied former students, alumni's or their current students. So for the people who have come across at the U, international students, the, most of them are the male gender, mm-hmm. and I've seen most Kenyan. Students, most Kenyan international students who are from from Kenya, the male gender, mm-hmm. and uh, from Tanzania, I've met. It's somehow mixed. Mm-hmm. I've seen ladies and I've seen men. I've met Namibians, a lady, and I've also met uh, people from Malawi. 
and uh, Liberia, yeah, right. Nigeria, West Africa in plenty. But from East Africa, I think the way I can agree with Vio, like um, I've seen a larger number of the male gender compared to the female gender. So what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna vouch for you guys then. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching and you're listening. Uh, they're they're here. They need they need friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah. So I mean, um, it's 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 difficult to. Well, I'm an international student. Like I was telling you, I mean, I'm an international student, but I studied. I was an international stu- student in India, and there, I mean, that's a whole different that's a whole different culture. But I think my experience was. I mean, if 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 it's hard for you the first years to settle. It it usually takes a little bit of time to catch up on a lot of things, sure. you know. If it's your books, if it's the food, if exactly. it's the weather, yeah. it takes you a little bit Culture. of time to mm-hmm. to, to. Yeah, and about that, I just it. feel like they should <coughs> make it mandatory for you to be here th- at least three months before you start school. I feel that that should be a mandatory thing. So you come, you have to be in school. No, if you're coming for fall and you start your school, mostly fall starts at around um twenty twentieth August. Yeah, yeah. You should be here at least by around. June, June. June yeah. so that you're able to understand. You know, like I things just happen so fast for me. By the time I'm settling, you're already in class. You're in class. You're, you're supposed to catch up on a lot of yeah. You don't even know how to use the system yet. Mm-hmm. Open what where to get your work. I'm from a handwriting country where we write. The teacher says this and you write. Let's let let's before you go on, let's mm-hmm. put that in perspective. See where mm-hmm. we come from, mm-hmm. right? These iPads and computers and mm-hmm. and whiteboards and all that that they're that doesn't they're, they're in the international schools right, yeah. and we have we have never proved that so we don't we've never gone there so we don't know. Yep. So we what we do is you ha- the lecturer comes at least from where I came from it's, it was the same in India as well. Lecturer comes, and they start blotting out, and you have to you have to write. They come and you have to use a pen and a pencil, mm-hmm. and a paper and write, and then um, assignments talk about assignments how uh, let's talk about how how the assignments there in, in kenya you know they they give you an assignment you i think the kind write of teaching in kenya is very involving the thing is this the teacher will come and will probably write a topic yeah tell you to open a certain place maybe if he's supposed to read from it he yeah. will explain the concept mm-hmm. i will he- explain it to the best of his ability once he's done mm-hmm. if it's math he will try some questions with you on the board okay and he will he will give you and once he's done again he will give you the questions to do it by yourself and he will walk around seeing if you've done it <laughs> so try. the teacher can confirm that actually I'm teaching it's getting yeah. into the students uh. because if i have taught you now i give you a question example right i expect you to give me an outcome because i've been teaching you for the last 30 minutes let me see what you're doing So if you had do that and you have like a sample of like five questions you've done in class it would be easier to take on the others. The others. How about here then? Georgie. Here same um, same scenario in class you walk in the morning how does it go? Yeah when I came here I found like whatever the education system in Kenya is much it's different completely different from yeah. what the US is offering. And um in the US what I came to realize is I think lecturers make it easier for their students in terms of like even the notes lecturer will tell you like I've posted it on canvas just go there check click that link it will bring out the notes so he'll just come there talk say about what whatever he posted what, whatever he posted what is entailed in the notes yeah. or in the video clip or audio clip yeah 
then he will leave like he'll be like okay see you in the next class then if you're a student if you want to go to check if you if you're a serious student some will check some will ignore right. and uh, back there in Kenya teacher will come the lecturer teach 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 give examples because I was doing a course which deals with more of practical and writing give examples and everything and everything then we'll start like asking questions like what's what's your take like do you have a question after after I'm, I'm, I'm done uh, after I've, because I've done I'm, I'm through teaching same same thing happens in the US but not all lecturers some of them come discuss how about do you keep tabs with students how do you keep stop uh, like th- because uh, i'm sorry for interrupting uh-huh. i'm saying this like when you give uh how this is my, what i think because like if you're students majority of this and you're a student mm-hmm. you want to maximize you want to teach and you're a teacher you want to make sure that they're getting the best of what you can offer mm-hmm. and how do you keep tabs with these students to ensure they're doing that as in okay so i like uh, people say like it's a free world here you can do whatever you want at the end of the day it's your money at the end of the day it's uh, it's yours but i always feel it's a good responsibility to at least make sure that whatever whatever is going on you know that you're with the people right. because it's so easy i find it i find it america is so it's so easy in america to give up on education yep. it's so easy to give up in education <laughs> i um in my class i'm the only girl we were 20 when we began this semester we are six right now we are six wow. finishing this course what yes we are six finishing this class wow and i'm I'm the only girl. So now tell me. Like the teacher has done exactly what you are saying. <laughs> so how do you, and then uh, they will ask you how how do you make people really get interest in whatever because I don't believe that every person in this in this course is didn't want it or is bad is a bad student. There's always that culture of like trying to go check. Right, yeah. If somebody drops, why did they drop? Right. Why? And uh, I think that's uh, different yeah mm-hmm. I think uh what I've seen like the senior it's more of, um technology even in class is a tablet your phone or a laptop mm-hmm. if you are checking the website and stuff mm-hmm. what I've seen okay for me shall sit at the back so when you come because you're sitting at the back you'll see what other students are doing mm-hmm. if you're sitting at the back of the auditorium you're going to see everything most of the students on the lecture is uh, dictating not so talking can say 25% majority they're always doing their own stuff someone will find someone doing his own his or her own assignment maybe for another class yeah. not for the same class the lecturer will teach won't bother even some lecturers they just they're stagnant they don't move around they don't move around they just stagnant yeah, the they don't move place. around yes they don't move around somebody can sleep somebody can literally put their head and sleep they won't do anything and they won't do anything, do anything. Won't ask any that question. is the thing that's the funny thing about this free society i don't understand yeah. it this so free <laughs> will this free will is too much but, but before joven i think uh, you you have uh you've been you've done a masters i'm sure if you're doing a phd you've already had a master so you have you've had this um is it important for lecturers or teachers to kind of the, the like the culture we have in kenya you have to submit your assignment the teachers follow you they are on you yes. you know they make sure Is it important for like you've been you have the most experience you have do you think it's important for lecturers or teachers to kind of have that authoritarian following up attitude with the students? I don't think so. 
go closer to the mic. I don't think so, but in my experience for an African student for for him or for her to to adapt for the to the American culture it's somehow it can be somehow it can be somehow difficult or not mm-hmm. for my case it has been it has been it has been good and for example in my in my first degree and second degree we maybe per week you can have maybe per, per two weeks or three weeks you can submit only one assignment mm-hmm. but here you have to submit per week one assignment but back home it can be done for three weeks or two weeks one assignment mm-hmm. so you ha- yeah, so you can find yourself to be very busy and here everything is being done electronically mm-hmm. yeah. you see now even the assignments mm-hmm. most of the students here they do their assignments by using the 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 iPads you see but for me i don't have an ipad mm-hmm. and even 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 if i have it but sometimes i don't know how to use it so i just have to find my paper That's my word paper and write something my yeah. assignment and then take my phone take your pictures and then combine the 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 papers to form a pdf and then upload yeah, it and then you upload it yeah so it can somehow any it's it can it it any it's <laughs> i don't know how to say it but it's it takes a lot it takes a lot of time a, a, a lot of time yeah. yeah so it's it's but it's That's a good, good experience yeah, it, yeah. i, I want to say it's a, it's a good experience because you know I, i'm trying to imagine someone who is coming from you know a remote area yeah, yes sure. say right, inside somewhere there <laughs> has never seen a laptop exactly right? yeah. Yeah. the only computer they saw was when they were applying right well, they come was, here in kisi town right mm-hmm. and someone did it for them yeah yep. so they come here they are expected to Do take a bus on a cold morning yeah find their class mm-hmm. submit an assignment pdf scan it They've that never even scanned before. They don't even know what right. scanning is. So that do do you think as we wrapping up part one, mm-hmm. do you think that the schools should do more in uh, helping students adjust? Yes. And what two 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 parts to that question? And what resources have you guys experienced or have had in helping you settle? Okay, so let me begin this. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty about the schools in America is that. They take every single issue seriously. Yeah. Yep. That's what I love about America. Every single issue is taken seriously. Okay. If mm-hmm. I say something like uh, if I go to school and say that I cannot function today because I feel like my head is heavy, somebody will take care of that. Yeah. Somebody will want to know more. Yeah. Which is very which is not the same case as back at home. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they try as much as possible to ensure the students have at least what they need to uh, to attend class comfortably mm-hmm. if you need a private place to read there it is there mm-hmm. we have very minimal places in schools in yep. kenyan schools to where a to private place to study because even me growing up the only private place i could study is in my mother's own. house right. after we are eat, after eating dinner it's like now everybody is reading my mother will be there to ensure you are reading right so that is the one thing i, I can get my private place to study mm-hmm. number two, when i'm hungry in school and i don't have money 
I can eat. Because there are resource centers, places you can go and eat comfortably. And that thing is doing miracles for so many international students. Mm-hmm. I have seen it and witnessed it personally. Okay. And the good thing is that there's diversity. Okay. There's fruits, there's chocolates, there's food. So you choose what you want. So it's, it's, it's like they will say like you can grab only three snacks at a time. That is better than being hungry. Yeah, hungry, yeah. Mm? And going to class. Yes, yeah. and you're going to class. Some, of, some people just get from Get from that cold class, that cold bus in the morning, straight to the resource, then then to class. Now, another thing I would like to say is also the mental health, which is something that we don't really discuss ba- so much back at home. You would tell somebody, you know, you would tell somebody, I don't feel, you know, the way you do, you don't feel like doing anything. It's like sometimes you know when you you've, you've been overpowered by every all these things happening to you so fast. Mm. Sometimes you. You, we can't even recognize that it's depression because it's not something that is talked about where you came from. Mm-hmm. You're so depressed because you're thinking about your next meal. You're thinking about, or if you're paying rent, you're thinking about where I will get my rent. And international students cannot work outside school. We will talk about that. Yes. Yeah. So all everything Ooh. like that, you're thinking about all these things. Mm-hmm. The probability of being depressed is so high. Yeah. Yeah. The services they op- offer in school, very good. Because number one, Nobody, nobody's gonna tell your shit to anyone. Mm-hmm. You can share your stories in private, mm-hmm. in private, and you're sure it's private, <laughs> mm-hmm. as opposed to home. You will say something, mm-hmm. and the whole school will know in one one week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So the mental health services are being taken care of. It's very, it's helping so many international students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and even when you have an issue as a woman, like the w- women issues. They are very quick but to I jump. I, 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 I don't want you to jump the gun because that's part two. We okay. Now, yeah. But one is a rosy part of it. We want to go to the nitty-gritty <laughs> where the rubber meets. So okay. we'll talk about mental health, women's stuff, and all that stuff in part yeah. two. But yeah, that's that's the main chunk of part two. But yeah, <clears throat> do you think you the school should do more in two seconds? Do you think the school should do more to help international stu- students adjust to, to life here, Juji? Yeah, but yeah, and uh, they, they need to do more because, you know, this is a different environment, mm-hmm. different culture, different education system, and uh, our education system back in Kenya, Tanzania, all other international students, back in Africa, even from Europe, it's different from what they yeah. offer in the U.S. Yeah. And um, if they could have come up with maybe, like, let's say, that's why in the U, people, for us who are the U, for us students who are the U, we have a, like, a group of African Union students, like, where at least we are trying to get into contact with each and every student coming from Africa, be it you are Kenyan born here, be it you, are, you came from Kenya or you came from Africa, but as long as you have an African heritage, we are trying to get in touch with right. you so that we can make it much more easier for other students to navigate, to understand, to get to know what's happening around yeah. the school and uh, what's happening around the community. But to be honest, in the U.S., what I like about the education system, they have more than what you require in terms of resources. Because sometimes I actually sit down and I look at the University of Minnesota, I'm like, wow, this university is so amazing because they have more than what you require as a student. If it's sources, books, um, advisors, lecturers, you have uh, Zoom meetings with them, you have office meetings, if it's staff, supportive staff, they have, they have those more than what you require right. as a student. So 
you can't go to the university and say that like, you know what the school is missing something no no no, no you'll be lying they have more than what you require a student okay yep. all right joven final fi- final thoughts what do you think uh what do you think the schools should do more in supporting uh international students yeah i think there are a lot of resources mm-hmm. in the in the university for the case of mental health academics yeah. things like that but i think most of the most of the international students they lack that awareness so the university have to increase its level of awareness <laughs> so okay. that okay. so that the international students they can be aware that those kind of resources Arabic. they Arabic. do exist yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so Yeah. and also maybe come up with uh, like international students like the school sometimes i usually see some of the activities like the school to include international students activities in their curriculum like at least it being a normal thing in the school like if i shall see in the university sometimes they post oh we have a community event which is happening here students are students are welcomed are invited to come so if they can do that to international students so that those international students coming from africa or out of, out of us can interact with the students from here so that at least because when you put activities which can bring international students with the 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 residents of uh, the US yeah. it's much more easier for them to interact and know each other and yeah. support some of the students other. will support each other yeah. and they'll help other international students to know what's happening what's around happening? the school even if the school cannot like give out like create that awareness but if you interact with other other someone someone will tell someone you. will tell you this is what supposed okay. to happen this is what you're supposed to do at a particular time this is what you're supposed to do and it will be easier for you as a student to navigate but when you're left by your own self you don't have a friend it's challenging you have the resources yeah but you don't know what to do yeah on top uh, of that yes sorry no you're good go, go ahead yeah, okay on top of that i think the point that George was talking about it's a very good point yeah and those activities they are there but the issue that we are not aware yeah yes, sure but they are there those right. yeah okay there. well um we are 53 minutes so what final question for this part what would you tell a girl child who wants to come to the US what would you tell them once w- in, in a couple of sentences your dream is valid and always find a reason to make it work okay. find a reason to make it work mm. many times you'll hear so many things but you need to find a reason to make it work don't go according to other people's we don't ha- this life everybody has their own script and you have the power to write yours mm. i believe that everybody can do that so just follow your heart and always keep up to what your dream can do it all right yeah joji what would you tell advice a boy child or someone who's here what do you tell them about if they advise them what advice would you give for me i usually talk to my friends because most of my friends majority of them are back home so sometimes they usually ask me like how's everything over there in the us so i usually tell them like can you get an opportunity to come so i usually give them share the website of the school yeah or other other state colleges or university that i know mm-hmm. of. like i usually tell them like apply 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 don't stop applying don't give up apply apply you never know one day you may wake up to that email that you have been accepted you're supposed to do this and this so for me I should tell them like just continue um keep keep keep, keep the momentum yeah. you continue being you like do the do the right thing at the right time continue applying continue applying for these opportunities we have resources the US has resources for international students scholarships yeah. and every other thing 
and for the boy child because right now i think the girl child the, the world has forgotten about the boy child exactly they are focusing now on the on girl the child right the boy child is neglected what i can say is that we need to have uh, a community which uh, a world which of course like 50-50 mm. boy child 50% the girl child 50% we don't need to favor one and, and leave one, the other one group and uh, leave the other and for me I should say like uh, you have to be a hard working person and a disciplined person if you want to achieve in this life if you if, you don't, if you're not a disciplined person and if you're not a hard working person even if you're in the US or even if you're given that opportunity things won't come like mm. this is not Egypt where manna was falling from heaven where God was feeding the Israelites so yeah. you have to keep on pushing you have to sacrifice do everything that is required in order for you to make it in life because right. Rome was not built in one year it was built right. in many years it took right. many years to build Rome so one opportunity a step at a time a step at a time but before that you have to start from somewhere don't right. think that coming to the US that you've already achieved your dream no i've seen kenyans who are here who are suffering africans and even the US citizens who are born here are suffering because of they made the bad decisions so if you come here make the right decision do the right thing be hard working be disciplined and uh, of course put good fast and everything will be as all right okay thank you jersey joven one word i think you have to work smart work hard be disciplined mm-hmm. and pray to god so that he can bless your journey all right well he's a man of few words i like that uh but anyway that's that i i i this is just part one i think in part two we are going to talk about some of the challenges uh you guys have faced sure. some that you're already going through if you're comfortable sharing yeah we we're here to talk about real issues so some of the challenges you guys have, have talked about mental health you know uh women issues for the for, for the girls uh that the isolation and all that stuff we want to get into a little bit of that racism discrimination sure. we'll talk about that so that was part one of this uh episode i really don't know what we're going to call it but we'll figure out something but that's what that was part one. thank you vio joji and joven for gracing us for part for part one. don't miss part two because you're going to talk about a lot of very serious issues and and uh we hope that someone if you're out there and you're listening to this don't give up you know like you've heard from them you try give up don't, if you give up then you you miss your opportunity there's a there's something out there waiting for you so do not give up try your best to to uh life is limitless your dreams are valid so that was part one of uh the diary of an international student and we'll come back for part two thank you guys and we'll see you next time that was our time thank you for listening to this episode of the amazing truth podcast we hope you were blessed as you listen don't forget to share like and subscribe god bless you and see you on the next one